Hello and welcome to the Heed Army Podcast Live, brought to you in association with Northern Print Solutions, your number one place for digital and LIFO print, helping the Heed Army spread the word of Gated FC. If you're new to the Heed Army Podcast, the Heed Army Podcast is all about Gated FC by the fans for the fans. We endeavour to get as many interviews as we can on a match day, so if you see someone about with a microphone, why not come along and have your say? The show is fully interactive, and if you'd like to contact us throughout the show, you can do it via Twitter, at Heed underscore Army, and of course there is our chat facility below that you can use throughout the show. Hello and welcome to the Heat Army podcast. It is the 1st of 2015. Happy New Year to you all. Um, We hope you had a fantastic day out yesterday, uh, barring the result. Um, As I say, the media attention and praise on uh, social media has been absolutely fantastic for not only Gator SC, but the Travelling Heat Army. Um, You will have seen all the videos on Facebook uh, and everywhere else of the Gator fans singing Super Heat Army. Um, Just to see how far that went even um the official twitter account for west brom was saying that that song will be stuck in their head for days uh it's a testament to the gated fans that an opposing team would tweet about um the, the, the away fans and how good they were as i say we want to hear about your day your trip yesterday and let us know about how it went and also we're going to do um your favourite memories of 2014. Of course, it's just been New Year. And last year, we want to hear what was your favourite moments. But we're not going to include the playoffs or Wembley because we know that that would just overtake everything. We just want to know about those little moments throughout the season where you thought, yes, I'm enjoying this. So that's one of the things that we can do. And uh, remember, the show is fully interactive. If you are new and listen to us, we hope we have got lots of new listeners because, um, as I say, Gated is, was even trending last night during Match of the Day on Twitter. So hopefully we're reaching far and wide and not just uh, in the northeast. Um, um, anyway, if you are new to the podcast, uh, we'll have guests, and uh, one of them is right here, Andrew McGuinness. Hello. Hello. And Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Uh, and uh, Mickey, hello there, Mickey Barris. Good evening. Yes, and Happy New Year to you. I was wondering what happened to me. Happy New Year, yeah, David. Yeah, happy yeah, New Year, were, Andrew. Happy New Year, Mickey. There we go. Happy New Year to all the listeners. Now that's out of the way, how are we? Come on, get on with it. Uh, <laughs> out, out the way, out the way. It's a nice and he's on. It is, and um, as I say, we are fully interactive. We will be playing how you can uh, contact us. Um, on the chat facility on Spreaker that you're listening to us through. Um, but uh, Mickey, uh, Mickey, Andrew will tell you how to do it on Twitter. At heed underscore army. Yes, so um, plenty of ways to contact us. And not only that, I forgot to mention, we do have a phone call with um, uh, the person who runs the Baggies Facts uh, website who's been... Um, Helping spread the word of uh, the Heat Army over the up, the build up the game and since the game as well. So we'll be talking to him about uh, from a West Brom point of view um, about the game and how the fans were down there. So lots to talk about and lots to message about. Um, as I say, we'll quickly play how you can contact us now on the chat facility. We'll get that out of the way so we can get more views talking and uh, we'll talk about how it was yesterday. It's your messages that make this show go and we'd love to hear you and you can contact us on our chat facility brought with you in association with Northern Print Solutions. You can contact us on there simply by registering with your Facebook account on the Spreaker website or app 
and you can have the app on your mobile phone or tablet devices and then you can listen to us and message us simultaneously. We look forward to hearing all of your messages, thoughts and views because they are the heart and soul of this podcast. Yes, that's the way to contact us and we've got lots of messages flying in already. But um, sadly, I didn't make it to the game, but I was lucky enough to watch it on uh, my TV at home. I don't know how it appeared on my TV, but it did. Uh, so as if by magic. <laughs> as if by magic. <laughs> and, um, but uh, what I will say is, I mean, the, the first 40 minutes on the television, we you couldn't tell the difference between who was a conference side and who was a Premier League side. And that's a testament to the work that Gary Mills is doing at the club uh, that had us looking so sharp. And the, the amount of praise that our players were getting on Fox Sports in America was just, it was phenomenal. It was uh, absolutely... Radio 5 Live, according to some people I've heard as well. Yeah, and Talk Sports. As we mentioned at the, at the beginning of the show, the, the praise that's coming from all ends of the me- media and social media as well, from people watch the game or um, were at the game, has just been nothing short phenomenal. But uh, you two gentlemen were there and uh, uh, my throat, throat's still recovering <laughs> what about the match <laughs> and that was that was just for Andrew yeah <laughs> and I um, came to Piers in somewhere <laughs> no. oh fantastic absolutely fantastic I mean what was it well 3-0 down in, in the Smethwick Road end you've got the West it's like split and you've got the home fans on one side trying to beat you basically and they were just we were like three nil up, and we were singing we "We're all having a party," and then went the superheat army. Then when the was, I think it was the fourth goal went in. I think everyone just decided bollocks with this. We're just kind of going for it. And we mm. we sang superheat army, and every goal went in, and it just got louder and louder and louder. And like I say, when I come out the ground yesterday, I couldn't talk. Mm. It was in my throat. And then when I I got a cup of coffee to try. And <laughs> Like lubricate me throat again. Yeah. And I woke up this morning I was still as hoarse. This morning was unreal. It was the best atmosphere I've had watching games and I've watched them since nineteen eighty six and that is the single best atmosphere I've ever been in- involved in. I mean on the T V coverage it's all you could hear within the ground was the gated fans, which was absolutely amazing. Mm, uh but it, that's the thing though, it wasn't just part of the away crowd as well it was literally everyone joining in people who you see at home matches just who normally like to sit there and watch a match they were joining in and it was just a fantastic atmosphere because I was saying before we knew we were never going to really get anything out of it Premier League side Um, so I think we knew it was it was a deal for it was a once in a lifetime possibly opportunity for her so we made the most of it yeah it doesn't happen every day or every year should we say um got lots of messages coming in already simon's put super heat army on the chat facility uh, colin dilbo fantastic day heat army were awesome as i say the amount of tweets that the heat army account got last night was just i mean uh, at one point i had to switch my phone off for a bit because it was just getting that busy um uh, <laughs> that would be just me was it yeah <laughs> uh, Dave Answood, Happy New Year, lads. Welcome back. It's nice to be back. And uh, Simon's put a message there, but we'll we'll go into that one later on. And uh, we've got some tweets already. Uh, my cow's tweeted in saying, My throat is destroyed ha- and have a monumental hangover. The best atmosphere in 30-odd years of watching football. Simply amazing. Yeah. And Ross Black has said, We'll listen to the, to the show <laughs> back at work. What a fantastic atmosphere yesterday. Great rec- recognition for the club. Can't wait for Wednesday now. 
which is walking away. It is walking, uh, walking away. at home. Sorry, walking at home. Yes. <laughs> so we'll be covering that later on. Um, say we'd like to know your stories of the day. How was the coach trip for you? Uh, <laughs> as long as you weren't on bus two, we we'll presume it's fantastic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I, I don't know what happened there. I literally don't. I just well, know. I just know. Well, on bus three, we were taking odds. How? Where it would be on the motorway where they're all gonna get naked? <laughs> oh, well. oh, we had the we Mi- had Dolan. the Mickey Mouse Club song gone there and back. Oh, nightmare! Oh, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> then Mickey Mouse song and the Venga Club, uh, Venga Boys. Ah, well, so, uh, party atmosphere. Well, well, at least we, we tried to get the radio on the bus. Well, I was trying to get the radio on the bus. In our way, okay, it was classic FM. Not, not wrong with that. Never wrong with that. <laughs> oh, I agree. I'm just talking about media just attention. Talking in a lift. Yeah. <laughs> talk, talk about media attention. Um, a lot of people might not have seen it, but if you go on the Sky Sports News website, click on video, scroll mm. down a few uh, a few pages down, and you'll see there's a Gated FC video about the uh, the lads build up t- uh, within the week to the game. Uh, quite funny. The lads are having a good time, a good laugh, and a joke. And you'll see, um, that, well, any time one of them tries to talk to the camera, another teammate's just trying to have their lives, really. Yeah. But it's uh, well worth watching. But when it when it was put out on Saturday afternoon, on the build-up to the match, you, um, you will have seen on, if you're on, follow us on Facebook, on the Heat Army Podcast live page, um, we put a video up of Jeff Stellan having words with uh, Phil Turnbull. So if you want to have a look at that, it's quite good. Uh, it's good banter. I just love how the full video is kind of, Sky Sports wanted to try trying to do a serious piece of gate said and the and the lads just take the mic which is fantastic. Yeah. It's like uh yeah, this is our day, we we'll we'll do what well, we want. Uh, exactly. <laughs> certainly was and um, as I say well we'll talk about things on the pitch we know it's 7-0 we know we're never going to be super competitive but we give ourselves a good great account of ourselves in the first half we, you couldn't tell the difference between the two sides John Oster had a fantastic opportunity to hit the target mm. uh, even tweeted himself after the game about that miss um, hopefully it doesn't hang heavy on his head because uh, we're all proud of the Gated players no matter um, what happened in that game because we knew it was a day out it was a, an occasion and something to be enjoyed and we know we did that um, but as I say uh, we started with a striker which was a little bit of a shock to me yes uh, you know <laughs> Mickey <laughs> no where do you go without being controversial to be honest Rankin for the first half was absolutely excellent. I'm not. I'm not going to slag the lad off. He caused their centre half's knee and a bother. He never got a free kick. Yet when Sassignon runs down the lane, runs past Jones, guns doing like a cheap tart, falls on the floor and gets a free kick. I mean, Ranks was getting pulled here, there, and everywhere, but he doesn't look like scoring. Yeah, I think the ref sort of. <coughs> he's a big bloke. Uh, mm-hmm. Now it's going to bother him, so it kind of didn't go in our favour. Um, whereas Anichibi, if he had went down, oh, he was, oh. He was, he was rubbish, by the way. <laughs> he's took his goal well, though. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some, fan, I mean, some world-class goals. Yeah. I mean, no keeper in the world would have saved a couple of Berahinos, So Well, d- I don't know if you picked it up on the, on the TV, but... Uh, it was about the first 20 minutes and he had a, a bit of a mare in each of you, didn't he? And I was thinking, you're just a shit Michael Rangan. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> I heard that. Uh, <laughs> well, but as I say, back on the striker comment, as I say, of late, we've been playing with Rob Ramshaw front. He scored a few goals in the FA Cup and stuff, but the consistency and goals aren't there for us at the minute and wins are, some, are a commodity that way you're really struggling to have. Definitely, especially when you know you've got a bloke and who's not getting a sniff. 
scored seven goals in 11 games. I don't know what's going on. Why doesn't he play a show? Where's the Ask Show interview? Why hasn't that been aired? So fans are putting two, two together and getting five. Or has, it, has Mills and Shaw had a fall out? Mm-hmm. As I say, it, 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 I, I, I mean, I, I'm not just, I'm not campaign, com, campaigning for Shaw. I'm just wanting to know, are we going to persist with a striker uh, over a number of games and hopefully get some goals and win some bloody games? Well, because if we're looking at the league table now, I know if we've got four games in hand, we win those, we're in third place, everything's rosy, but we haven't won in a while. Uh-huh. Like, you know, you know, like uh, and one, one well, really. Uh-huh. You know? Well, Ranks, Ranks has proved like last couple of games has proved to be a handful, but he doesn't look like scoring. Mm-hmm. To, that's my opinion. I mean, if if he gets another run out on uh, Wednesday, that's, that's more the better. One uh-huh. get well, some consistency, get the lad a goal, well, and see enough. what happens. You know? Yeah, fair enough. Give him, give him the run. But to me, you're wasting Danny Wright playing him wide. You either got to play Danny Wright right through the middle. Oh, you didn't play him at all? I thought Rankin as well was quite unlucky not to <laughs> score yesterday. Um, On the corner? Yeah. Believe it or not. I know, exactly. And I, I thought, oh no, it's a corner, we'll never score. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I was exactly the same. <laughs> but um, as well, moving on from the strike, and, um, I thought Gokai played well in sitting in, f- mm-hmm. in front of the back four. He he, he impressed us yesterday because um, I've not seen him much. Um, to be honest, it wasn't really a bad player, like a appallingly bad player to show for the 7-0 scoreline. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, one player I'd like to give a mention to because he, he hasn't had a, a, a run in the side for a while and that was Andre Jones at left-back. I thought he had a fantastic well, game. I thought he played he well. Looked, he looked a, he looked a, you know, a, a really good player. I mean, we haven't seen the best of him yet. I think he'd probably agree... Uh, you know, agree with that himself. Mm-hmm. But um, as I say, he looked he looked apart. Mm-hmm. He looked apart. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a good. That was one plus uh, from yesterday. And um, we've got a message from Simon. Simon for Barnet away. Uh, Mills set a target of nine wins out of eleven before that game. Uh, set the ball rolling, in my opinion, uh, and the playoff push for the playoff push. Yeah, yeah for the playoff push. That's so. his best moment of two thousand fourteen. Ah, yes. So, ah, yeah. all right. So that's good. Um, Paul Doolan, a uh, friend of the show, he's put, uh, couldn't hear the fans cheering the goals above the Superheat Army chants. Brilliant day. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. it certainly oh, was. Oh. And, uh, we, we cheered louder when they scored. scored exactly. <laughs> <laughs> From our chance, it was, uh, it was fantastic. It was great, man. And uh, we've got another um, tweet here. Uh, Mike Cow says, first, first um, 40 minutes we made a Prem side look ordinary. The best signing we can make in January is a club psychologi- psychologist goal behind we fall apart I do agree yeah um, I'd say one thing I was going to go into this a little bit later on but um, just to set the ball around for people's messages and see what they think um, I know there's been a lot of people saying about um, we need to sign defenders in January and things like that but I think it stems from the middle and the front we'll, get, we'll have more pressure on our defenders I don't. I think our defenders are quite good I think they're some of the best in the league but because we're always on the back foot at times we're, you know, we're, we're, so, we're not that good at soaking up pressure that's what it seems to be you know, last year we were on the front foot so the back, the, the back line didn't really have that much to deal with uh, for so long of a game there. so that, that's you know something for people to talk about our Nordic friend Arvid has put fantastic first 40 minutes was hoping for a draw uh, me being at the stadium for the replay Superheat Army fantastic effort from the fans really enjoyed watching the match apart from the result well that's, that 
can't agree more with you there, Arvid. And uh, as I say, it's great that Arvid was actually on Norwegian television for him to watch. Oh, so that's the... quite good for uh, for Arvid there, wasn't it? Who Arvid was? He's, no, the TV you, he's oh, in the, yeah. He was in the studio. I Arvid was in the studio. <laughs> he's just standing there with his top off, screaming. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Graham Gregg has put, Heed Army was brilliant. Rankin gives 100% but doesn't score. Oscar doesn't score many. Right and short on the bench, question mark. Well, that's... Um, <laughs> yep, <laughs> there we go. That's that one. And um, and Carl has put much better option than Alan at left back. And I think that's about... Um, Andre about Jones. Andre Jones. So Carl. we'll see we'll see if he gets a run on the side. Yeah, I mean, he's not... Obviously, he's a natural right back. So we'll see how... You can't judge him after one game against no. West Brom. What he's like a left back, you have to have play him a few league games. Yep, that's that's the thing. So I, I'd I certainly have him there. <laughs> to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if he start the same lineup on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Well, it'd be nice to see if we did because uh, that first oh, that first forty wins. I mean, remember we're playing the Premiership side. If we were playing like that in the conference, it could be two, three, four nil oh, up. Easy, you know. So that's easy. that's that's, that's another side of the coin, you know. <laughs> yeah, got to be positive. Got to be positive. Uh, right, we're going to play some adverts now. Um, you can download the podcast at any time. This is the way you do it. This podcast is supported by Northern Prince Solutions, helping a local fan base spread the word about their team. Remember, you can download our podcasts at any time and listen to them at your pleasure. You can download our podcast from iTunes. Simply search Heed Army Podcast in iTunes. Also, you can download us from the Spreaker website. Remember, tell your friends about it because we're trying to get as many people as interested as we can in Gateshead Football Club and coming along to the games on a match day. Also, if you're new listening to the podcast and you'd like to get to a game and find out what it's all about, go on the Gated FC website and look at fixtures and you'll see the up-and-coming home games at the International Stadium. Are you a budding young goalkeeper? Is your son the next Joe Hart? Why not get them some expert goalkeeping coaching from Elite Goalkeepers Number 1, from Gateshead goalkeeper Alex Baird. He's available to do coaching one-on-one, group sessions or working with boys clubs. So if you're interested, contact Alex and you can do so via his Twitter account and that is at EliteKeepersNo1 and you can also phone him on 077 86194614 that's elite goalkeepers and you can get expert coaching from Gated's goalkeeper Alex Baird well if you want to be a young goalkeeper get in contact with Alex and uh, we've got an announcement uh, Alex Baird has a ginger beard and it's quite unruly so I think we should start a petition to get rid of it he sent me a snapchat saying he might listen tonight and uh, I was <laughs> flabbergasted by what I've seen <laughs> Did you and see all of, his, did you all of his see all of his shoeboxes in the background? No, no, yeah. <laughs> he was actually lying in bed. <laughs> Mate, listen. Just, like, oh, well. just his beard. <laughs> <laughs> Name it. <laughs> yeah, well, what can I say? I presume he was in bed. Like Kings of Leon. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Well, um, we, we're lucky enough to have a West Brom fan that's going to talk to us on the phone. We're going to ring him in a minute. His name's Dan, and he's from baggiesfacts.com. So I think they're maybe kind of the equivalent of what we are at this end with uh, heedarmy.co.uk. So we're going to ring him now, and uh, hopefully we'll get to find out uh, from a West Brom perspective yesterday. Is it going to ring? It is. Hello. Hello, Dan. How are you doing? You're right. Yes, welcome to the Heed Army podcast. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, 
Not a problem. Um, just uh, want to ask you about um, your perspective um, from the, the the whole FA Cup game with Gateshead. Um, what was your initial thoughts when the draw was made? Well, I think when the draw was made, I think a club like ours, we, we'd have preferred it to be probably away from home um, and, and going to a ground that not many fans have been to before. But of course, when you draw a team you're not used to playing, I think it was our first, our first game against non-league opposition for around 22 years, I think it was. Yeah. So it, it, we look forward to it, and you know it's a team we're not used to playing something different. And of course, you came and you give us a right game for the first thirty-five, forty minutes. Yeah, and um, um, just before the obviously um, the big news for West Brom uh, in the build-up to the game was uh, Al Nervin leaving. Obviously, Tony Pulis coming in. Uh, yeah. was, was there any nerves um, before Al Nervin left? Because obviously, in the media and, and uh, social media, there was a, a little bit of unrest with uh, Irvin. Was was we worried about a potential slip-up? Maybe. I think if Irvine would have stayed, um, it, it may well have been a banana skin a lot bigger than it already would have been. You know, I think people are looking at it and thinking, if Irvine's still here, once a Gateshead game comes up, we've had, we've had slip-ups in the past. I mean, in the early 90s, we lost to Woking, um, and we also lost to Halifax as well in the early 90s, and, and people of a bit of an older age were looking at, at the game against Gateshead and thinking, is it going to be a repeat of that? Because, yeah. you know, it doesn't really matter in the cup who you're up against. It, it's, it's all about the energy that a team can give for the 90 minutes, and a lot of the time, form books and, and league placings and what league you're playing go up. You know, they go out the window. Yeah, and I say with, with Tony Pulis coming in, I think just all around for West Brom, it was a, a fantastic lift for the club, really, isn't it? Yeah, many. There's been, well, there's a, a small percentage of fans slightly worried about his style of football, um, but I don't think there's any concerns where it comes to that. But our immediate situation is that we need to get out of trouble and we need to stay in the Premier League. Um, and so he's like the perfect appointment to do that um, and long term I, th- I don't think there's any concerns that we're going to turn into Stoke City and start playing rugby you know I, I don't <laughs> think <laughs> but, but there has been a few few comments from a few people that you know we're, we're worried that we're going to turn into to what Stoke City were a long ball merchant play a ball up to an HB and play off it but I can't see that happening I can see us utilising the wingers much like Palace did last season um, and playing on the counter-attack against the bigger sides when we need results. Yeah. Um, and, and possibly some time wasted involved as well, no excuse. <laughs> but um, yesterday was, I mean, for, for Gated fans, it was more about the event than the match result. Um, but, I mean, from your point of view, how did the game play for you? Because for us, I think the first 40 minutes, it, it, it was a quite a tight game, really. It was. And to be honest, um, I, I was sort of expecting it to be a, a tough start. Um, settling into the game with a new manager it, it's not easy and of course the players are going to be asked to do things they probably weren't doing under Irvine um, and before the game it was it, the plan was for Pulis to stay in the stand um, and, and to watch a game from like a you know uh, having a, a good view of the whole pitch and looking at how, how the players were playing in their certain positions um, that was abandoned about 15 minutes into the game and, and Pulis took to the touchline um to the shock of many not wearing a cap <laughs> um, and, and yeah he, he was uh, barking instructions at the touchline um, and that's testament to what Gateshead did in, in the first what probably 20-25 minutes you were getting the ball and you know you looked very very solid at the back and when you did get the ball from us there was some good in- interlinks of play you know you were playing a couple of good triangles and then looking to get the ball on the break um, which of course led to that massive 
massive chance he had for, for Oster when he, he stuck the ball over the bar. And I think he had time to take a touch and, and, and maybe find a more powerful effort of goal. And, yeah, he you know, even tweeted that after the game himself about that moment. Yeah, so. and he, uh, you know, as, as much as as much as you know, he's great to the glory of the cup. There was there was a, a worry, I think, at, at, you know, as we were approaching forty minutes, getting towards half time. But the longer that this stays nil nil, the longer you know, the bigger chance there is of well, what would be a, a massive cup upset. Uh huh. But as I say, Berahino turned on the style, and I think I think two, maybe three of his goals were, were really unstoppable. I think even in the Premiership, no goalkeeper would have stopped those. <coughs> No, absolutely. I don't think that in terms of in terms of being at fault for any of the goals, really, you can't really blame your team. I think the adrenaline and and, and how you played in, in the first half, it got you so far. But I think once we got that couple of goals at start, I mean, it was a bit of a shock to the bag. His fans to be going in at two. I was expecting a half time we were going to be booed, and I think people were worried that you know he'd be a bit of a hair dry treatment from Pulis in his first game, and then. You know, Berahino just picked one out and somehow and Nick Drew managed to score. I was I was actually listening to a podcast before I, I, I came onto the uh onto the call when you were saying about a nature be not being the best of strikers. <laughs> <laughs> Which he, he, he hasn't proved to be a, a great player, but the problem is he's he's never fit, so you know, we're always concerned he'd be going up injured, which he did pretty yeah. much I think in the end. So um, but once we once we got the once we got the second goal, um I think it was just a case of our technical ability shot and shone through and we were just picking the passes and, and cutting through your defence um, and you know it was, it was, but I will say for that first 35-40 minutes and I said so on the, on the match preview on the website that we've played Premier League sides this season that have been much poorer than that so you can you know all credit to, to Gateshead and, and your fans were absolutely fantastic I know you probably stick up hearing this from people but <laughs> no. Well, the, 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 well, the outflow of affection on Twitter and Facebook uh, from West Brom fans and uh, neutral fans as well that were at the game was uh, phenomenal. Really, it's it's not something you, you, you. Well, I don't think any teams really used to going somewhere and then all of a sudden being praised when you got beat seven <laughs> nil. I know the FA, no, the FA Cup brings I out think, these magic stories, though. Yeah, I think the problem is now with with football in the, in the Premier League and even in the Championship and, and the Football League. You know, it, it's all it's all such such uh, like such, such um, short termism. Um, unless you're winning, unless you you know going on a streak of wins, if you're losing, it's suddenly the end of the world. And the atmosphere of football games recently, you know, not just at the baggies, but at so many teams in the Premier League and the Championship, it's just it's not good enough. You know, it's not what the game used to be. And I think everyone wants to see a, a change in that. You know, people want to see. Buns, you know, on seats, bigger, higher attendances, and, and people getting up and singing at the matches, which you know, it's a shame it doesn't happen so much anymore. So, like I say, it was, it was great to see the guys that fans turn up, and I think a few of the lads at the front had their tops off and were dancing around and enjoying <laughs> themselves. And, and that can only be what the FA Cup's all about. It certainly is. And I've uh, been asked a question to ask you here, um, just about yeah. uh, Sessignon. Would you have called it a dive for the free kick? Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare try to deny it. That was a dive. <laughs> if you want, if you want, if I was looking at that as a neutral, I would have said he's gone down extremely easily. Yeah. So uh, you've answered yeah. me questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, well, as I say, I think it's nice that we've been able to build these bridges between the sets of fans. And as I say, I think we're obviously Gator fans will look out for West Brom. And hopefully, if we're down that neck of the woods, hopefully some West Brom fans may come down and support us in a game down there. Uh, that would be nice, I think. Absolutely. You know, I'll, I'll be looking at a few results as the season goes on. I wish you all the best towards the end of the season. Hope you can get in the playoffs and uh, bring a surprise and, and get promoted. That'd be great. That'd be fantastic. As I say, Dan, thank you very much for talking to us. And as I say, yeah. best of luck for the rest of the season. Not a problem. Cheers for having me on. Cheers. Yum, yum. Thank you. Bye. 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 <laughs> There we go, fantastic. That was Dan there uh, from baggiesfacts.com. So if you want to go down there and have a look at that, uh, you'll be able to see, um, well, <laughs> see exactly what he said about us in the, um, on his uh, match review and preview. So it's great stuff. As I say, with so many uh, tweets and that uh, from West Brom fans uh, praising us. It has been absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Right, we've got a message from our sponsors now. We'll play this. And uh, also we've got an advert for uh, the quiz that's coming up uh, this week. Northern Print Solutions, supporting the Heed Army podcast. We never compromise on quality and are completely customer focused. From simple business cards to high-end brochures, we have it all covered. Call us on 0191 411 1698 or you can email us at info at northernprintsolutions.co.uk Are you a Gated fan? Are you a Brain Box? Do you love a quiz? If so, get to the Green Ags Head on the first Thursday of every month for the Gated FC Supporters Club meeting and quiz. Quizmaster Tenerife Dave will have your brain absolutely puzzled with some of his belting questions. So get along, that's the first Thursday of every month at the Green Ags Head on Gated High Street. It's the place to be if you're a Gated fan and you can come along and meet more Gated fans and get involved in the Gated family. So get along to the quiz and meeting on the first Thursday of every month at the Grey Nags Head. Yes, if you love a quiz, get down to the Grey Nags Head on Wednesday. Uh, sorry, not Wednesday, Thursday, because we're at home on Wednesday. And it would be on for Thursday anyway. I'm getting myself all confused here. But yes, get yourself down to the Grey Nags Head. Uh, Dave Allen, the quiz master extraordinaire, he'll be teasing you and tantalising you. And he'll be asking questions for the quiz. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely going to go this week. Because... Yeah. Wallace has been asking to go. She might she, remember the time we went. Oh, yeah. She just kept, kept asking us, oh, it's a, it's a quiz on again soon. I, I so don't want to so. shoot it because I was there. That's why she wanted to go. No, it's not. It is. But I, I am at work again, but I will get there after work. But I'll be smart. He'll be smart. He's going to be there. He's going to look very dapper. Yeah. So uh, get yourself down to the Grey Nags Head. It is well worth it. Um... So we've got in, um, the interviews from West Brom TV um, on YouTube uh, with uh, Tony Pulis and Berahino. We'll play them a little bit later on. But um, looking forward to uh, the game to, on Wednesday night. We've got Woken at home. Not an easy game at all. Uh, a bit of a surprise package of the season again for me. Seems to be, yeah. Yeah, so you know, it's going to be a tough a game. Good manager, to be fair, Dave. Half and I mean, I've got the the evergreen Kevin Betsy. He must be forty-five uh, yeah. now. He's a good player. He's always been a good player, though, even when he was at Fulham. He was a canny player. Yeah, and uh, I say that he's one of them players that always pops up with a goal against us as well <laughs> over the years. And um, we have got a uh, tweet. 
Tony Miller's trading saying, well worth the 18 hour round trip from Scotland. Great to see Heed Boy again, which is Mickey. Yeah. Um, and to old mates, proud to be part of the Heed Army. It was great to see Windy. I must admit, I'll give him a cuddle letter. I've never seen him for years. <laughs> and we're keeping in touch with the Hearts and Hibs game and all. So. Yep, he's in down. We've got. Um, oh, apparently we've got some. Uh, Breaking news here from Dave Allen. Quiz not on this Thursday. Reserves at home to concert in the Durham Challenge Cup. So, uh, uh, well, get yourself to that. Well, that's well, will be good now. Aye. So, uh, when, when is the quiz rearranged for? Is it, is, it, is it on next month or is it next Thursday? Come on, Dave, let us know. Burning questions. <laughs> you don't get this on Newsnight. Um, <laughs> now you get Russell Brand back in camp. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. to be fair, it's like Mickey Mick Aye, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> What? It's M. Taylor, the pants and cowboy boots he's got on. Just in his groin and the dealer. We've got a message from, uh, we've got a few messages here that we haven't read out from earlier on. Um, Carl McGuinness has put, Rankin should be used as an impact player, in my opinion. I think that Mills brought him in for, uh, that's what Mills brought him in for. He doesn't suit our style of play uh, to be in our starting eleven. Interesting. Interesting. Mm. I'd possibly give him a chance on Wednesday. Uh, Colin Dilbo is letting us know about Saturday's trip uh, in the FA Trophy to Grimsby. If it's a full bus, it is only £15 a head. So if you fancy going down there and uh, having fish and chips in that pleasant atmosphere that is Grimsby. Yeah, <laughs> Blundell Park. Yeah. Yes, uh, it's actually in Cleethorpes, isn't it? It's not actually in. Um, no, yeah, right. It's not in uh, Grimsby, is it? And. Um, I don't know if he's still listening, but it's not very nice. Uh, Carl McGuinness has put that brummy accent. It's truly awful, mind. That's not very nice, is it? Brummy. Uh, oh, God. We don't, we don't insult the listeners. Bar- uh, Barry Taylor. Uh, we might have a load of listeners. Oh, God. We're just, we're just, we're just ruining all, all our West Brom listeners. Um, no, to be honest, Dan was canny. Yeah, and um, I'd. Paul Horden has put, did Andrew try to take a dickie bow tie last Make night? Make a dickie bow oh, tie Dick, last did he? No, I'm trying tonight. I'll tell you after off Oh, I don't <laughs> know what that is. Oh, my oh. God. I think, I think we're about to enter in the rounds of puppetry of the penis. Oh, I don't, oh, don't want to know. Anyway. I beg your pardon? <laughs> I'm uh, lost here. Um... And uh, Rendell always causes us problems too. Obviously, that's uh, in reference to that's Woken. Yes. Uh, got, I think we might have another tweet here, do we? Uh, no, it's just uh, someone uh, retweeting one of our tweets. Right. Uh, as we mentioned earlier on, um, ah, apparently the next quiz will be in February. Mm. Sorry, Lauren. So What date? Have a look what, now, what Dave. Go on, oh yeah, come on. Let us know the no, date. You can have a look. No, I thought you'd tell him, not me. <laughs> right. Uh, so, yeah, unfortunately, the quiz is not <coughs> happening in January. So, you're going to have to have a two month wait, uh, it seems, now for that. But um, we did manage to get a copy of uh, Tony Pulis's thoughts after the game yesterday. Um, I don't know if you might have noticed this if you were at the game, but Tony Pulis went over to about 10 minutes before the end or five minutes before the end of the game. If you saw it on match day, it was on there. Was it on there yeah, as well? Yeah. Was it? Um, he, he went over and he, he had a nice talk with uh, Gary Mills and Darren Caskey and it, it seemed genuine heartfelt that uh, it was nice to see you don't mm. see that you too I mean now all you see about managers on the touchline is either pause you headbutton somebody or, or Arsene Wenger and Mourinho pointing and poking each other you know? well, I was hoping that he was saying look and that's a bit short notice, but we'll take ranking. Do you want Berahino? <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was. That's what it was. You heard it here first. Because uh, I noticed that, it was, as I say, it was showed on match of day. I just caught it when I got in from the match last night. And uh, he kind of 
he started talking to Mills, but then he waved Kasky over as well. I talked mm-hmm. to both of them, and he kind of half put his arms around both of them. Yeah. Which, I don't know, he, to be honest, he, he was probably saying, listen, you've done a fantastic yeah. job, well done for getting this far, blah, blah, blah. But it's nice to but see. But I'd, I'd be very interested to see what you, to hear what you said. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if... Uh, so, Gary, Gary Mills, Mills, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> send a message on the chat for something. Exactly. <laughs> so, this is what Tony Pulis had to say after his first game as West Brom manager. Tony, uh, emphatic start to your career at the Albion. Yeah, it was pleasing. You know, I think that um, you know I was involved at the West Ham game, but not to the extent that I was today. Um, so it took me all the 13 minutes to get down on that touchline, and um, I'll be wearing my tracksuit, my cap next time. I think that's credit to, to Guy Ted who started the game. No, they, well. were, they, they were smashing. They were they, they're a credit to their league, um, and the supporters were wonderful. You know, they, they, well from the supporters, the manager, the chairman, the coaches, and the players. You know, they, they were great, great credit to themselves today. Once we got the goal, um, we were we were pretty clinical from there on in. Yeah, I, I, you know, I thought we started very sloppy, very slow, um, and the first twenty minutes, you know, was you know a little bit nervous, but we we got better as the game went on, and obviously the goals changed changed games. And once we got the two goals before half time, then it was always going to be difficult for Gator to get back into it. But we're really pleased that. The second half, we um, we stepped it up again, moved the ball a lot quicker, and actually got you know through the pitch quicker, which is um, something that we'll be really working on. First forty minutes was a was a classic FA Cup tie, third round Cup tie, wasn't it? On hiding to nothing. Than yeah, you, you, you're nervous. There, it's their cup final. They they were up for it. They haven't played for what was it ten days? I don't think they've had two games called off, so they were bright and ready to go and. Um, like I say, you've got to give them a lot of credit. But I thought that we, obviously, in the end, we deserved to win. Standard of our finishing was was particularly good. I thought we could take that now into the league. That, the great thing about today is that we've got a clean sheet. We've scored a few goals, and the lads that I'll give the lads the confidence because we've got to make this a fortress. Sado, congratulations on today, four goals. Nice for you. I was supposed to be back amongst the goals. Yeah, definitely. Um, the year started good for me and. What I'm trying to do now is trying to contribute as much as I can for the team and score as much goals as possible to the end of the season. For today, have you had a chance to pick out your favourite yet? Uh, not really, but I'll say the first one's always um, the one that sets you going and that, that'll be my favourite for me. Tough test, Gate said, especially early on, they, they, they put us under some pressure. Were they all you expected? Yeah, we did our own work on them and we knew that it was a comfortable side that will come here and try to play. Uh, they showed their confidence today and... They played well first twenty minutes, but once we got the goal, goal uh, the goal in, I thought we controlled the game for the rest of the, the period. You've probably not had a chance yet to look at who else is through, but do you start to look at anyone you fancy in the, the next round? Uh, not really. Uh, you know, we've got a big game against Hull now. That's that's our main focus now. And after this game, we take care of itself, and whoever we get, we'll have to turn up and, and play. I noticed straight at the end you, you went to find the, the match ball. I presume that will take pride of place in, in the household tonight. Of course, um, I'll have to give it to my mum, um, so she'll be proud of that. Um, she's, she's been giving me a bit of stick not to score lately, but now I've managed to get uh, five in two, so I can't complain. You mentioned the whole game next. You've got a, a week now to work with the new head coach. What are your early impressions of Tony Pulis? 
what everyone knows is it means that he's a, he's a big character in a game. You know, he, he's not afraid to get his mind across. And from the from from the first day we've all met him, he's he's told us that he's here to win, and that's that's what football's about. So we'll have to take in all his um all his work, and we'll have to prepare well against for against Hull. Well, that was the thought of Tony Pulis and uh, Saro Barahino. So um, nice to see them both, um, you know, giving Gator the credit that was due. So it's, as I say, as we were talking to Dan there from baggiesfacts.com. Remember, go and visit that website. Uh, as I say, it's nice that the, the West Brom fans, if, I don't, if, you, if you haven't typed in Heed Army or Gated, Gated West Brom on Twitter and have a look at the amount of goodwill messages and praise that not only the players but the fans have got. And as I say, I, I, I can't help but like West Brom now <laughs> I think I'll have a bit of soft spot for them for a while how, how often can you say that about a team that beat you 7-0 definitely I mean um, well, well Gated fans uh, justice for Jeff all when that went up well applauded for the minute mm. yeah um, and then they applauded us for applauding mm, yeah. so I mean it was a good day apparently apparently I think it was Humper had said something about some mindless idiots trying to bait them after the game but no, it was no. During, during the game. Was it? Uh, oh, right. So, it was a fat lad calling us fat. So, it's <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. But it was, it, was a, it was a great day out, to be honest. Absolutely fantastic day out. And um, we've got another message. This one's from AJ924. He's put, had an amazing time at West Brom, despite the result. But uh, not even that will make uh, me shell out for the... What's that? The monstrosity. monstrosity that was uh, the that half is. and half scoff. I did see that. There is actually a Twitter account. Um, oh, oh, forgive us, I cannot remember where it is, but it's a basically a Twitter account against the half and half scoff. Yeah, it is. Um, uh, I can't remember. And then, did you see it? they were doing, um, oh no, this is worse, naked half and half, and then it was our fans with their half and half scoffs. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so um, uh, there was a picture of John Young who was going to be coming here tonight, but uh, we've got an empty seat. No. Yeah, so he's probably wrapped there naked in his half and half scarf. <laughs> <laughs> what a lovely uh, thing there. Dave Adams put, had problems with the chat facility. Not sure if you got my messages to see the quiz was next. Ah, so I don't know if anyone else will be having trouble with it. We we haven't seen anything on here. But um, you might have sent it because we've, we've had that many messages. We'll have me read them all out so far. Um, but uh, we've got... Da, 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 da. Yeah, we haven't, I don't think we've missed any. Um, Carl McGuinness put, great interview by Pulis. Uh, but then again... Uh, you wonder how much of this he would have said if the scoreline wasn't seven nil. No, I think I think if I think he was decently more or less quite genuine with what he said. To be fair, I mean my estimation went up with him. Yeah, and apparently we, well, it's got a swear word in it, but we're going to read it out. Um, the um, half it's half and half scarf twats is the, um, <laughs> the Twitter account. Um, so yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have a look. He's going to have a look. So, yes, at half and half scarf twat. One word. Well, apparently... Um, um, sorry for cutting in, dear. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. Uh, apparently, the Chelsea-Barcelona ones are already out. Really? Believe it or not. Wow. It was on talk sport. Hey. When I left the stadium... I mean, I haven't had... said that. I must admit, like, if I had been there, I probably would have bought one just for just to put above the, the West there, the, the Wembley flag right. I've got in here. They were selling them for six quid. When we were going in, mm-hmm. when I left, there was some two for a pound. Were there? <laughs> two for a quid? Uh-huh. Damn, I, I would have got one. Yeah, I would have been a scarf twat for that. 
<laughs> well, fiver when we first pulled up in the bus. Ah, right. Well, anyway, remember, we want to know what your best um, memories were of 2014. Um, the, the full the full year, not the season, obviously, because two seasons cross into it. Um, but exclude the playoffs and Wembley, um, just moments from throughout the season. Mickey, is there anything that sticks out in your mind that you, you'd think? I've been was, thinking, I've seen it on Twitter or Facebook, whatever it was, dear. And I've been racking my brains. And I went for Project 2K. Yeah, I think that was the... Southport game. Mm, that was great to see the, the, the support and the atmosphere at that game as well, built as well, didn't it? Mm. And I think that the excitement gripped the town. Um, you know what it is? I feel like a bit of an idiot here because I've put, obviously, excluding the playoffs in Wembley, but mine's from the playoffs. But it's not to do with the playoffs, it's when we're celebrating. And because um, at the time I had had a big operation, I was stuck in my wheelchair up in like a... Like the Queen's balcony, that's sort of away, yeah. from it, away, away from everybody. So I wasn't in the thick of it. And Andrew come over to celebrate was on the track, and that was my best moment. Yes. Yeah, it was away from the football, but like as I say, but yeah, tell us what yours are. Well, the other one know. had to be when Gary Mills joined, and Ann Smith got the sack. Yeah, uh, our, our dancer <laughs> in the living room when he got the sack. Oh, yeah. that's amazing. Well, we, <laughs> I'd say Gator fans have made it onto half. <laughs> Half scarf twats. <laughs> there you go. So, um, <laughs> if, if, you, if you could retweet that, Andrew, and then we'll yes. retweet it from the Heed Army account, so you will be able to see that. Um, so, oh, anyway, <laughs> we've got. Um, you haven't asked us what my favourite. What's yours? Oh, what, what's yours? <laughs> 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 I've just read to us message. <laughs> We'll read that out of Paul Doolan's book. Cheers, lads. Connor just asked me what a twat is. I really apolog- normally we don't swear and apologise. Do what every dad does. Ask your mother. <laughs> Connor, it's not on that one. <laughs> Connor, it's, it's a nasty word. You don't want to read yes, it. Yes, o- only idiots say it, and uh, we're idiots. We're so idiots. Yes. Remember, the, we do not swear normally on here, so we we'll apologise for that. It's just so anyway, that, it's that, my favourite moment yes. of 2014. Born it away. I think that's kind of when 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 Chandler scored with kind of new. Oh, actually, we might do this. That's when, from my opinion, yeah. um, with we always knew Barnet was going to be a tough game and grinded out a result there, but just proper fought, proper dug in, and couldn't obviously. I, I went down on the train as well. It was just a great day because it was mm. a canny few. Went down on the train, um, had a good drink, had a good laugh. Um, and even met Graham Wood and Brian Waits and a few other um, higher people in the club, shall we say, for a drink afterwards in Miller's Park, King's Cross. So I had a bit quite on there. So I think that was the the spurt of the players as well. I think that's when they actually thought, "Had on we can do this." Mm. Definitely. And apparently, just breaking news, Paul Doolan's put, oh no, he's just shouted, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right, if you're a budding young footballer and you'd like to be coached by two professional <coughs> footballers, why not pop along and see Jamie Chandler and Adam Rundle? Are you aged between 6 and 14 and live in the South Tyneside area? Do you want professional football coaching from two professional footballers? Well, Adam Rundle and Jamie Chandler run Football for Life every Tuesday and Thursday evening, 5.30 till 7 at Fratrona Park, South Shields. Uh, it's £5 per session and £30 for 8 session course. They also do day camps during uh, the school holidays. You can contact them on 0759 197 6909. You can also tweet them at 4FootballForLife1.
It's your messages that make this show go and we'd love to hear you. And you can contact us on our chat facility brought with you in association with Northern Prince Solutions. You can contact us on there simply by registering with your Facebook account on the Spreaker website or app. And you can have the app on your mobile phone or tablet devices. And then you can listen to us and message us simultaneously. We look forward to hearing all of your messages, thoughts and views because they are the heart and soul of this podcast. Yeah, still plenty of time to get your messages in and let us know what your greatest moment is of uh, last year. And um, Carl McGuinness has put his was uh, JJ's last minute winner versus Braintree at home last season. Yes, quite a good moment, uh, as I say. Uh, Pete Tong, uh, not the Pete Tong, but a Pete Tong, uh, is put, uh, we need to move on now and win, Wednesday, win on Wednesday three points and possibly uh, 15 in the last five uh, home yeah, games. You're, you're getting worse at reading again. I know, you read <laughs> out. Uh, three points from a possible 15 in the last five home games isn't good enough. We haven't won at home in the league since the 7th of October. I didn't realise that. 7th yeah. of October. Um, Shaw should play as sh- as should right. I don't want to sit here and ha- uh, and have a go at Gary, but some of his team selections have been questionable recently. And where is Ryan Wilson? Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Does I say that not having a go, but just asking questions? That's uh, that's how we are for it at the minute. Because where 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 is all? I mean, last year we would get into the box and we'd say, if only we had a striker. <laughs> We've got five or six on the books at the minute and we're still then some days we only play Rob Ramshaw up front which is no no shame on Rob Ramshaw but he isn't an out and out striker and you know and the players we've got aren't exactly on cheap money either so that's where I, that's the questions I'd be asking definitely yep and uh, AJ924 favourite non-playoff moment of 2014 beating Cambridge on the last day uh, we're, un- we're, we're under pressure uh, against uh, tough up opponent but delivered in style favourite movement including the playoffs uh, taking the fishes down a peg yeah that was quite good and uh, so we mentioned that um, about uh, Grimsby there there's rumours online don't know how true they are but there's quite a few speculation that their captain Craig Disley is on the move from that club uh, which I'm a bit shocked at because he always seems to pop up with goals against us no, play with bait in midfield I would take him <laughs> but um, apparently Lincoln what about him playing for though Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but um, oh, shit. oh god! Oh, he's And we've got young ears. And um, no, but to say apparently rumours are oh, he could be off the link and their biggest rivals. Be surprised so, if he went there. Like yeah, very surprised. So strange, uh, stranger things have happened. But uh, as I say, January transfer windows here. No movement as of yet. The FA Cup has been quite uh, early days. Early days. Early days, but. Someone was telling me that they've seen that Gary Mills come out and said he didn't want to sign anybody. Mm. This comes after last month where, Mickey, you've seen the quote from... Um, it was in, in the Chronicle. In the Chronicle that Graham Wood said the money is there if we need to spend it. Mm-hmm. If we want to spend it. So the Chronicle was the journal, actually. Journal. Only time will tell. Only time will tell. Um, so, so we don't want to speculate on who we'd want to leave or anything like that. But um, as I say, there we've got the tin foil FA Cup. You click on it. Click look on at it. That. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Was, you love your feet. And can I say as well, yeah. for courtesy of Dave Allen, I'm wearing the extra heed hoodie. 
yes. He wanted are. he wanted a photo of his wearing on, on that note about the extra heat, he messaged me today because um, when we had the Heat Army Flyers made, which we need a lot of help pushing that, we want more people listening, advertising the uh, the podcast and get more people talking about this club. That's what it's all about. We've got thousands of flyers and posters that we want. If you can collect them on Wednesday in the bar before the game, I'll be there, hand them out, uh, you can get as many as you want, get them up in your local shops, if you've got a business, taxis or whatever, get them out there, let's try and get more and more people talking about Gator Football Club because on the back of what happened yesterday it shows you that the the country looked at us, we were trending on Twitter, everyone's talking about us, let's get the region talking about us and more importantly coming to the games because you know, (laughs) that's, that's what we need Can I just say, we were on match of the day as well. (laughs) We were. How often do you say that? Never. No. Uh, it's just unfortunately we got absolutely walloped. What worse is Blythe won match a day oh before. Well. Yeah, I prefer the term giving a lesson. Yes. Or <laughs> <laughs> showing, and we've just retweeted the half scarf Twitter page. Twits. Yeah, twits. Um, so get yourself on that and have a little look. And um, Graham Gregg has put JJ's goal against Grimsby. Um, haven't beaten any sides uh, above us so far. Uh, defense uh, struggle was set up pieces. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, do. we do. Uh, we do. We do. We struggle. We struggle set pieces. Full stop. I struggle with set pieces. Yes, and um, Dave Allen has put uh, new away beanie hats available uh, next week. And if anyone's wanting a hoodie uh, in any color, let them know. So I saw. I saw a red one. Yesterday as well, which yeah. is nice. As I've never seen a red. I one got before. a little bit sidetracked there when I was on about the flyers. He told me that he had two people that told him that they found out about the extra heat uh, tops via the flyers. So mm. they're working, but let's get more out. And uh, as I say, <laughs> hopefully we can get more money generated for the club because that's what the extra heat's all about. So uh, yeah, it's all good. And we've got, I think, someone new here as well, uh, Matthew Spry. Hello, Matthew Spry. Yes, how welcome. are you? Welcome to the podcast. Mate. Welcome, uh, fantastic. Pete Tong is spot on. We've got we have proven goal scorers in right and Shaw, yet Mills plays Rankin or Ramshaw up front. I'd like to say Wilson play at left back, surely better than playing Alan there out of position. Uh, it's, it's one of those things, but I think from what we've seen yesterday, it looks like uh, Andrea Jones might be getting a, a bit of a run out there. And it was about this time last year that Carl Magny nailed down that left back spot as well, and he wasn't a left back. So I'd, I'd like to see him have a go at it. I yeah. mean, I mean, it's not something that's natural because. His tendency to, when you're a right footer playing left back, his tendency is to go inside. Mm-hmm. So he's going to have to work at it. I mean, unless he's got a left foot, I don't know. Oh, well, what to say? We'll just have to see how it goes. But um, <coughs> it's another option for us at left back. And say we've had a we had a and non loan from uh, oh. Where's he from again? From Preston North End. Colin Dilbo's best moment of 2014 is Bartlett's save in the nil-nil draw at uh, Braintree. Convinced me that we would get to the playoffs. Penalty. <laughs> yep. nil-nil draw. Yes. Get the it. No, the, 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 I think it's the penalty save. <laughs> yeah, the penalty it? save. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Injury time. And um, Simon's put, I think Wilson's days are numbered. Alan and Jones playing in this position already uh, had a low knee in as well, as we mentioned there before. And um, Dave Allen has put great mention about the extra heed hoodies, lads. Uh, we will be handing £350 to Ronnie Spraggan for the fund next week. Well, that's fantastic. And it's only been going... Who's he going to give it to Danny? Sorry? Who's he going to give it to Daniel? Yeah, he is. <laughs> happy, happy Christmas, Daniel. That's what it is. <laughs> no, it's going to the club, of course. We know that. Um, we've got five minutes left. So if you want to get your moments in or any other comments, you can still talk about yesterday, of course. Let us know. Remember, we are at home on Wednesday 
uh, to Woken. It is a 7.45 uh, kickoff. Get yourself down there and let's see if we can cheer these lads on. Um, and hopefully, let's get that crowd back up as well. Um, as I say, we've, we haven't... I mean, say the Southport game was 800. We dipped, you know. Um, the Hal Zone game, of, of course, was a FA Trophy. Not that important. We dipped to 500. You're, I think those are the, probably the only two uh, minus uh, or under 1,000 attendances that we've had. I think we'll get above 1,000 this week. Hopefully. I, th- but I saw somewhere, I think it was on the forum, their walking on plan bring about approximately 25 fans. Um, which is That's a good effort for midweek. Yeah, you know, very good. Uh, that that uh, distance. Um, but we still need to start pushing it back up again. Yeah. Uh, come on a Saturday, you will guarantee there'll be about at least 150 of them. Ah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I'll say we hope to have a safe trip up. Uh, as I saw, so I'll say, just a couple of minutes left. Get your, uh, if you want to, we'll go on and we can put in playoffs in Wembley. But not just being there. Give us a, a specific moment within those. Um, so, yeah. And um, I'll say we haven't had many stories of the trip. Everyone's must have been quite uneventful. No. Yeah. Anything happened on your bus? Um, South kept breaking wind. Oh. It stunk. Lovely. That was coming Lovely. back. What a lovely man. Uh, Colin Dilbo took a picture of me at the driver's feet trying to tune the radio in. I did see that one. I did see that. And uh, Wednesday is important. Let's get one. Uh, let's get over a thousand Heed fans there and kickstart our season. The lads deserve our support. They certainly do. And uh, we will have another game before next Sunday's podcast as well. On Saturday, we are away to Grimsby in the FA Trophy. It's going to be tasty. It uh, <laughs> always is with Grimsby. They've got to be in a bonnet about the playoffs last season. And I think we would probably have as well if we had got beat as well. Um, but Colin Dilbo told us earlier on, if the bus is filled, it is £15 ahead. You cannot get much better than that. So, as I say, it's just... But to me, I, I don't, I don't want to ever see us get beat. But it wouldn't be the end of the world because I'd like to see us concentrate on the league. But uh, as I say, the FA Trophy, it's going to be a very good uh, competition. Um, and uh, AJ924, I haven't a clue, is that Adam, is it? I'm, I'm don't know, don't know if you can tell us, tell us your name. The, him who does the articles in the programme. Is it? I'm not sure. It's got, uh, two guys almost got left behind on our bus. That's about it. That's my bus. Oh, that was your bus also. Um, Bur- so Burger one. King Gate. Tony Carter says, nobody go for Burger King. Half the bus went for Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shows you the respect he's got. Uh, Simon put New Year's Eve away. Uh, Halifax away New Year's Day. He's put New Year's Eve here. Kidnapping, uh, and, oh, I don't, I'm not going to say his name. Kidnapping someone, but also uh, the day Marcus Madison became a man. Yeah. <laughs> and talking about that, he's got a girlfriend. Who's seen that coming? Marcus Madison who just keeps posting oh, pitch, loved, to, loved up posters aye I see well, well I see it. Here, Marcus. Yeah, he's, he's kissed a girl now oh. and he liked it yeah the world's your oyster now Marcus um, <laughs> Pete Tong's put thank you for, thank you uh, Matthew I was beginning to think that I was the only not so uh, happy bunny I can't understand where everyone I can un- <laughs> I can understand everyone being excited after yesterday but lose on Wednesday and Saturday and we are in trouble um, here are two wins this. Here's the two wins this week. As I say, definitely one on Wednesday. That's yeah, the one I want to win. To, we need to get back yeah, on track yeah. and sharpish. Definitely. And um, his name's Alex Jackson. So hello, yeah. Alex. He does the programming articles. Ah, well, there we go. Yeah, we're getting, weird ones. Yeah, we're getting to find out who they all are, and uh, lots of retweets uh, happening tonight. Thank you very much for that. Remember, as I said, on Wednesday before the game, if you come down to the bar. Please collect some posters and flyers, hand them out to your friends and family, stick them through your neighbour's 
I was going to say through the through the fun box there, and now I said through the letterbox. Oh, there you go. Swear. Look, the local pubs that you drink in. Get ask if you can put them up. Some flyers on the bar, some posters up in the windows, and let's get more people talking about Gator. And I think with the the way things are going with the podcast, we might do a live outside broadcast from a public house somewhere. We can get a lot of people around the table, and we can have a good discussion. And uh, as I say, we'll have uh, just hopefully get more people involved, and that's like what we want. Nags one. Oh, maybe live from the Nags. Could you imagine that? Didn't you do it from the three tons? We did, we did. Yeah, but no one turned up. Only Mark Walton. (laughs) Good on him, because if he had enough, I would have called it a day. Um, So, yes, Mark Walton. Mark Walton is the reason that we're here today. He is. (laughs) No one out of beat up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Him and his plastic jacket. Right, uh, Carl McGuinness has put... um, uh, also Bristol away just before Christmas sharing a room with John Young and waking up to him saying I'm so drunk my legs are straightened <laughs> <laughs> and Simon Johnson's carpet affair well <laughs> he, thought, he thought he pulled a, a woman yes he, he ended up making like, love to the carpet he fell out of bed and got a carpet burn yeah <laughs> so there you go and um <laughs> and the last one is going to go to Pete Tong. My favourite moment was watching Caroline eat her pie at Kettyminster. Mmm. On that note, we're going <laughs> to. I'm not going to say anything because Connor's listening. Yes, we're not going to go anywhere with that. So, um. We we'll, must be double jointed. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, anyway, um. <laughs> Next Sunday we will be back at 9 o'clock Let's hope we've got two wins to talk about Or more importantly at least three points in the league on Wednesday Remember there's a couple of reserve games this week as well So we will be tweeting about them And uh, see, keep, in, keep in touch And uh, So thank you very much Andrew No problem at all, thank uh, you Mickey, thank you Dave, It was a pleasure And there we'll go And we'll see you next week Bye Bye Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you gotta ask yourself, how rogue are you gonna go? We talking, find your spirit animal in the desert rogue? Build an igloo in the middle of nowhere rogue? Or, take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in-market competitors. Base models compared. Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you gotta ask yourself, how rogue are you gonna go? We talking, find your spirit animal in the desert rogue? Build an igloo in the middle of nowhere rogue? Or, take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in market competitors. Base models compared.